You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available at our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use as you answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go, because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 36 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Zach Katz. I'm joined by our co-host, Kelly Sheeran. Hi. As well as our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hello there. Hi. So heads up that we will be posting a new visual round on our website this week. It is called Meow's It Going, and it is a collection of images of famous cartoon cats. It's pretty fun, so make sure you check it out. We will also be revealing the answers to our May visual round at the end of this episode. It's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you'll have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram is Lone Leech Sperm, L-O-N-E-L-E-A-C-H-S-P-E-R-M. And the question or clue that goes along with this anagram is, Former muse of Billy Joel, this Australian supermodel, appeared on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue five times and was nicknamed The Body. Who is she? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Turn Up the AC, and it is a general knowledge round consisting of two word or two name answers with the initials AC. So two examples of that would be Animal Crossing, which is Zach and Kelly's favorite pastime, or Aaron Carter, which is my favorite pastime. Hey, that's actually not true at all. Ain't no party like an AC party. <laughs> Ain't no party like an AC party. AC party don't stop Aaron Carter. And that's how I beat Shaq. <laughs> Please pass the meth. Woo. <laughs> Question number one. Known by the nickname Scarface, what gangster was the co-founder and boss of the Chicago Outfit? Question number two. What comic book series featured the debut of Superman in 1938? Question number three. What CNN news anchor and Vanderbilt heir recently welcomed a son named Wyatt Morgan? Question number four. What economics term refers to the total cost divided by the number of goods produced? Question number five. What former Solicitor General was appointed as Special Prosecutor during the Watergate scandal and was subsequently fired by President Nixon during the Saturday Night Massacre? Question number six. Portrayed in the film The Current Wars, what electrical system features an induction motor invented by Nikola Tesla and licensed by Westinghouse? Question number seven. What Scottish-American industrialist and founder of U.S. Steel Corporation became the leading philanthropist in the United States at the time, 
giving away almost 90% of his fortune to museums, universities, and performance halls, many bearing his name. Question number eight. What is the title of the 2016 sci-fi action film based on a video game franchise of the same name? The film starred Michael Fassbender and Marianne Cotillard and received an 18% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes despite grossing $240 million worldwide. We're going to give you about 15 seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And here are the answers for round one, turn up the AC. Question number one, the infamous gangster and boss of the Chicago outfit, also known as Scarface, is Al Capone. So all three of us went to Chicago this past March, right before the quarantine hit, and the lovely bartender at our hotel recommended this old jazz club that Al Capone used to frequent. What was it called, Kelly? Called the Green Mill. Um, is one of the most sort of like long-running and most famous institutions in Chicago, and Al Capone's booth is still there, and you can still sit in it and enjoy jazz until 4 a.m. But then we got tired. (laughs) But we did have a rousing afternoon at the Chicago Athletic Club, where I was introduced to bocce ball, and I feel like I may have displayed a new talent. Yeah, I mean, you were incredible. We also made a killer team. Always. Always a killer team. Yay, sports. Is that a sport? Uh, It's an Olympic sport, so hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, I just thought it was like something you can do while you're drinking. I mean, like all sports you can do while you're drinking, so let's be clear. (laughs) Yeah, but I I can't do them while sober, so. (laughs) Question number two. The comic book series that featured the debut of Superman in 1938 is Action Comics. So much action. Question number three, the CNN news anchor who recently welcomed a son named Wyatt Morgan is Anderson Cooper. That's Silver Fox. I love him. The Silver Fox. Thank you. I think he's more of a silver mallard. (laughs) Well, I just want to go to brunch with Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen and their babies. That would make my whole life. Question number four. The economic term referring to the total cost divided by the number of goods produced is average cost. Question number five. The Solicitor General, who was appointed as special prosecutor during the Watergate scandal and was subsequently fired during the Saturday Night Massacre, is Archibald Cox. Question number six. The electrical system invented by Nikola Tesla that features an induction motor and was portrayed in the film The Current Wars is Alternating Current. Question number seven. The Scottish-American industrialist and philanthropist with museums, universities, and performance halls all bearing his name is Andrew Carnegie. Have you guys ever had a Carnegie melon? Um, I think that's a college. But have you ever had anyone from Carnegie Mellon? <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, was that too seedy? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. 
Question number eight. The title of the 2016 sci-fi action film based on a video game franchise that starred Michael Fassbender is Assassin's Creed. So not trying to be rude here, but I feel like people who are into Assassin's Creed are also into wearing affliction clothing. No? Yeah, there's a Venn diagram there. I feel like that's true. Maybe a little bit. Moving on to round two. So round number two is our audio round. This one is called Pet Sounds. It is a music round consisting of songs with animal-themed song titles. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Cause they fill the open air And leave teardrops everywhere You'd think me rude but I would just stand and stare Two. I've never seen anybody do the things you do before. They say, move for me, move for me, move for me. Hey, hey. And when you're done, I'll make you do it all again. I said, oh my God, I see you walking by. Three. In the shade, we would be warm. The storm in our little hideaway beneath the waves, resting our head on the seabed. Four. Here are the answers for round two, Pet Sounds. Song number one was Fireflies by Owl City. Song number two was Dance Monkey by Tones and I. Song number three was Octopus's Garden by The Beatles. Song number four 
Song number four was Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. Song number five was Fly Like an Eagle by Steve Miller Band. Song number six was Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. Song number seven was Elephant by Tame Impala. And song number eight was A Horse With No Name by America. So there's so many good songs on this list. When I take over a jukebox, I always play Dog Days Are Over. You do. (laughs) I do. I love it so much. It's a perfect song. It's very Kate Bush-esque. It is, totally. I mean, if you want to talk about a perfect song, Anaconda by Nicki Minaj. Um, that's a great song. Great? I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to round three. So round number three is called Down Under. Loosen your dacks and grab your stubbies, because this is a classic subject round for all of our mates, Sheilas and Galas in the Outback. This is a round on Australia. Question number one. Built by returning soldiers after World War I, what is the name of the world's largest war memorial? This stretch is one of the most famous drives in Australia and connects many isolated coastline communities. What is it called? Question number two. Who was Australia's 27th Prime Minister and the only woman to hold this office, serving from June of 2010 to June of 2013? Question number three. Developed by Aboriginal people of Northern Australia, what is the name of the cylindrical wind instrument that is played with continuously vibrating lips, producing a drone-like sound? Question number four. With two Academy Awards and three Golden Globe Awards under her belt, what Australian actor recently starred in the Hulu miniseries Mrs. America as the conservative activist Phyllis Schlafly? Question number five. Australia was the second country to grant women the right to vote. During the same year, the first college football game, the Rose Bowl, occurred. The first movie theater opened, and Cuba gained independence from the U.S. What decade did all of this occur in? Question number six. How many stars are featured on the Australian national flag? Question number seven. For a half point each, what are the terms for baby koalas and baby kangaroos? Question number eight. In the Men at Work song, Down Under, 
What type of popular Australian sandwich is served up by the six foot four man full of muscles? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, Down Under. Question number one. The world's largest war memorial and one of the most famous drives in Australia is the Great Ocean Road. I feel like all of my knowledge about Australia is from Summer Heights High, and I don't know how accurate that is. (laughs) So I'd love to go and find out. Yeah, I'd go. Me too, guys. I want to go. Road trip. Question number two. Australia's 27th Prime Minister and the only woman to hold this office is Julia Gillard. Question number three. The name of the Australian cylindrical wind instrument that is played with continuously vibrating lips is a didgeridoo. How about we didgeridoo? I'm kidding. Continuously vibrating lips? Yeah, didgeridoo me. Question number four. The award-winning Australian actor who recently starred in the miniseries Mrs. America is Kate Blanchett. I love her. Can I just say that she is too hot to play Phyllis Schlafly? Yes, you can say that because it is true. I think it's the biggest flaw in the entire show. Yes. She brought like too many sexy qualities to a jerk. For sure. Exactly. And can I just say that I met her and that she was extremely lovely We were in a lengthy bathroom line at the Academy Awards one year, and she gave me the time of day, as well as stroked the sleeve of my suit coat several times while we had a discussion. It was the highlight of my night. I feel like she might have been feeling me. (laughs) Uh, It sounds like it. Stroking your suit in the bathroom line is basically the same as saying, do you want a didgeridoo? Yes, and I do want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. The decade when Australia became the second country to grant women the right to vote was the 1900s, 1902 to be exact. So that was a really long time ago. So yay, Australia for being ahead of the times. Thank you. Question number six. There are six stars featured on the Australian national flag. Question number seven. For a half point each, the term for baby koalas are joeys, and the term for baby kangaroos are also joeys. (laughs) Cute. Question number eight. The type of popular Australian sandwich served up in the Men at Work song, Down Under, is a Vegemite sandwich. Have you guys ever tried Vegemite? No. No. I don't want to. Isn't it meat? No, no. It's actually vegan. It's like nasty, salty good. Kind of like me. (laughs) Oh my God. Moving on to round four. So our last round was largely inspired by a hilarious and awesome email that we received from a 
Trivia Time listener from Brisbane, Australia, named Chester. In addition to many kind words, Chester actually contributed much of the content for our next round, which features a mashup between two celebrity names and is titled, When Two Become One. Additionally, he had a special but not unreasonable request for Zach to sing a bit of the Spice Girls ballad that is also titled, When Two Become One. So, hold on to your didgeridoos as our very own Sassy Spice takes it away. This is a song I want to dedicate to Chester. Come a little bit closer, baby. Get it on, get it on. Cause tonight is the night when two become one. So, without further ado, here is round number four, our celebrity pop culture round that combines the names of two famous people. The first person will have the same last name as the second person's first name, and clues will be given that reference both celebrities. We have an example for Zach to read now. Our example is, This Academy Award-winning Princess of Monaco became a princess of pop after her American Idol win, and our lives would suck without her. And the answer is Grace Kelly Clarkson, combining Grace Kelly and Kelly Clarkson, my queen. Which one? Kelly Clarkson. We already established that they're princesses and not queens, Zach. In my mind, she's already a queen. Okay, okay. Question number one. This king of Latin pop and father of four is living La Vida Loca as a bad boy cop in Miami. Question number two. This blind pioneer and genius of soul music hit the road and hopped many islands in pursuit of scientific discoveries for which he was naturally selected. Question number three. To Wong Fu, thanks for Rocket Man. This piano crooner and fashion plate has been serving up many film credits since the 1990s, including Super Mario Brothers and Romeo and Juliet. Question number four. This outlaw of country music and man behind the braids rebelled against the IRS and apartheid to bring about a reformation of marijuana laws and racial equality. Question number five. Killer clowns from Mars, now in living color. Ben Affleck's bestie is leaving behind his four daughters and two Golden Globe Awards on planet Earth to clown around and sock it to some other pesky kids in the mood for bamboozling. Question number six. This New York actress and singer was gleeful on becoming the first person of color to serve as First Lady on Pennsylvania Avenue. Question number seven. This walk of shame Barbie won't leave us with a smile. This political consultant managed the campaign that trumped all morals and hope for decency before collabing with Loretta Lynn over the years and becoming an American country music legend. 
Question number eight. Before serving as the protective Segway riding King of Queens at your local mall, this musician served in the British Army and thinks you're beautiful. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four. When to become one. <laughs> yes. Question number one. This king of Latin pop who is living La Vida Loca as a bad boy cop in Miami is Ricky Martin Lawrence. Combining Ricky Martin and Martin Lawrence. Oh, the other Ricky? But no one shakes their bonbon like you, Ricky. I mean, I'm pretty sedentary. I do like bonbons. But I don't do a lot of shaking. I've seen you on that Peloton. You're shaking your bonbon. Don't even. Question number two. The blind genius of soul music who hit the road and hopped islands in pursuit of scientific discoveries is Ray Charles Darwin. Combining Ray Charles and Charles Darwin. Well, as far as podcast co-hosts go, you two are my natural selection. When three become one. Aww. Aww, thanks. Buddy, that's sweet. Question number three. The piano crooner and fashion plate that served up such film credits as Super Mario Brothers and Romeo and Juliet is Elton John Leguizamo, combining Elton John and John Leguizamo. Question number four. The braided outlaw of country music who rebelled against the IRS and apartheid is Willie Nelson Mandela, combining Willie Nelson and Nelson Mandela. Question number five. Ben Affleck's bestie who left planet Earth to clown around and sock it to some pesky kids is Matt Damon Wayans, combining Matt Damon and Damon Wayans. Question number six. The New York actress and singer who was gleeful on becoming the first person of color to serve as U.S. First Lady is Leah Michelle Obama, combining Leah Michelle and Michelle Obama. I mean, really, the only thing Michelle Obama was missing was an insane Broadway voice. So I'm here for Leah Michelle Obama. Me too. And I want to see an episode of Carpool Karaoke with Leah Michelle Obama. I feel like that would be next level. I'd subscribe. Question number seven. The political consultant who managed the campaign that trumped all morals and decency before collabing with Loretta Lynn and becoming an American country music legend is Kellyanne Conway Twitty, combining Kellyanne Conway and Conway Twitty. That's one duet that I wouldn't care to hear or see. No. Mm-mm. That one can stay in the vault. Question number eight. The Segway riding King of Queens who served your local mall as well as in the British Army and thinks you're beautiful is Kevin James Blunt, combining Kevin James and James Blunt. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. 
What cocktail with a disputed history dating back to as early as 1952, consisting of vodka, orange juice, and galliano, a sweet herbal liqueur, was also a nickname for the 1982 Milwaukee Brewers? Question number two. What novel written by Oscar Wilde features its titular character engaging in a life of sin and vice after being the subject of a portrait? Question number three. What British-American rock band had their biggest hit with the song Walking on Sunshine? Question number four. With a sordid legacy marked by the Indian Removal Act, who was the only president of the United States to completely pay off the national debt? Question number five. What 1936 film based on a novel by Alexander Dumas inspired the film A Love Like Robert Taylor, Be My Greta Garbo? Question number six. In the movie Grease, who is Danny Zuko's love interest, played by Olivia Newton-John? Question number seven. Latin for Hail Mary, what song was composed by Franz Schubert in 1825, with versions being recorded by such artists as Andrea Botticelli and Celine Dion? It's connection time! The answer to question number 8 will be the connection between the answers for questions 1 through 7. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap up your answers before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. And here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one, the cocktail with a disputed history that consists of vodka, orange juice, and galliano that was also a nickname for the 1982 Milwaukee Brewers is a Harvey Wallbanger. I have a feeling that if you put Harvey Wallbanger into Urban Dictionary, you're going to get a very different definition. Simmer down. <laughs> Question number two. The Oscar Wilde novel featuring the titular character engaging in a life of sin and vice after being the subject of a portrait is The Picture of Dorian Gray. Question number three. The British-American rock band behind the hit song Walking on Sunshine is Katrina and the Waves. Question number four. The only president of the United States to completely pay off the national debt was Andrew Jackson. What a guy. Oh, wait. Boo. Trail of tears. Boo. Boo hiss. Question number five. The 1936 film based on a novel by Alexandra Dumas that inspired the song All Love Like Robert Taylor, Be My Greta Garbo, is Camille. Question number six. In the movie Grease, Danny Zuko's love interest, played by Olivia Newton-John, is Sandy Olson. Question number seven. 
Latin for Hail Mary, the 1825 composition by Franz Schubert that has been re-recorded by such artists as Andrea Botticelli and Celine Dion is Ave Maria. I just want like a really full-on Celine Dion version, like full Celine dial turned to the max, you know, where she's like, come on, you can do it. Ave Maria. (laughs) So unpopular opinion, not a big fan. I do love her, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be on the fan spectrum. I just always imagine her as the third member of Siegfried and Roy. How dare you speak like that? Moving on. <laughs> oh. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like a Harvey Wallbanger. Ave Maria. Andrew Jackson. Sandy Olson. Camille. And the most appropriate to this round, Katrina and the Waves. And all of those answers included names of major hurricanes. Or as I like to call them, what guys? Natty D's. Natty D's. Ha! We hope you've gotten a chance to check out our May visual round, The Lion King. This round featured a collection of celebrity caricatures drawn by the artist Al Hirschfield. And here are the answers for our May visual round. Image one was George Harrison. Image two was Franklin D. Roosevelt. Image three was Jackie Kennedy. Image four was Sammy Davis Jr. Image five was Luciano Pavarotti. Image six is Frank Sinatra. Image seven, David Copperfield. And image eight was Rosie O'Donnell. So we will leave that round up for another week or so, but I also just want to mention that if you are ever in the Los Angeles area, there is an amazing super old dive bar on Hollywood Boulevard called The Frolic Room, and the walls are covered in Hirschfeld illustrations. It's brilliant. I want to go there. That sounds awesome. Yeah, same. Going back to the bonus anagram of the week, Our bonus anagram was Lone Sperm Leech, and the question or clue that we gave you was, former muse of Billy Joel, this Australian supermodel appeared on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue five times and was nicknamed The Body. Who is she? And the answer is Elle McPherson. Lone Sperm Leech scrambles up to be Elle McPherson. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com. And our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. That wraps up episode 36 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Zach Katz. I've been joined by our co-host, Kelly Sharon, and our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Thanks for listening, and thanks for playing along. Our background and answer break music this week was Hold On To Me by Chester Moe. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Lydia, Justin, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time.
So, hold on to your didgeridoos as our own Sassy Spice takes it away. I feel like you'd be Diet Coke Spice. <laughs> DC Spice. Sorry, <laughs> apparently he's Diet Coke Spice. <laughs> What would I be? Vodka spice. What would you be, Kelly? Ginger vodka spice. I'd, I'd just be combining. Oh, yeah. Kelly is a ginger. So Kelly would be ginger vodka spice. I'm white claw vodka spice. And Zach can be tater tot diet coke spice. Yes. Oh, my God. This episode's a mess. <laughs> so... This episode is a mess. This episode is going to be off the rails <laughs> off the rails we're gonna have to tell people to do acid before they listen seriously we're a mess <laughs> no this episode is the acid right? <laughs> arrive sober leave high af <laughs>